Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. Hey, Dan. Oh, you're fucking with my sound. <laughs> of course you are. I'm just checking the sound. Oh, okay. It's there. The we sound. have sound. Hello, Jenny. Hey, Dan. So, today on the horse. Yes. One of the things that um, you'll really notice in Whitehorse these days is our community is growing and changing. It absolutely is. And I think in some really positive ways. Yes. I mean, the more people that come up, the more diverse our cultures will be. The better our restaurants are. Absolutely. I'm always back to food, but I agree. Yes. You know. Yeah. There's a young young man in town. He works at, um, uh, what's Eric's furniture place called? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> but Anyway, Eric's Audiotronics has a... Furniture place. And it's moved over to where the old United Buy and Sell is. Oh, they are the there. Four-way, yeah. Four-way there. There's a young guy that works there. He's super, super nice, but he also caters. Ooh. And he does... Um, he does traditional Indian food. Oh. Oh, my God. Right? We have been lacking. Oh, yes. Lacking Indian food. No, don't get me wrong. The food truck is great. It is, but it's winter. But it's winter. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, and they're good. They're quick. They're, you know, but I like the idea of being able to have a few friends over, COVID, keep it limited. Yeah. And, um, and have him just make something for you. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. I think we uh, should judge all countries by their culinary i agree right? i think it would bring a lot more world peace Absolutely. i'm sure the british should be shaken but well, <laughs> i mean they can't s- steal somebody else's food and claim their own well, I, when can... when the national dish of england is curry right? or kebabs right? that's brilliant you gotta love it you gotta, <laughs> you love, gotta it. love that yeah. i mean i'm sure they got good fish and chips there somewhere oh yeah <laughs> yes and i just can't imagine like folks moving from temperate climates right here. I know. You know, and we're seeing a lot of increase in students going to the Yukon University. Yeah. Now that it's a university and they have the ability to give degrees. Exactly. But then there was also a massive scam on on the internet where there was all this false information right about getting citizenship by moving to the Yukon. <laughs> I didn't I missed that. And it was shared and shared and shared. And it's just not true. No. And so the Yukon government has had to do like all of these things saying, yes, you can become a Canadian citizen by moving to the Yukon. But you still no, got to do all the yeah. other stuff. And no, it isn't faster. No, no it's not better. No, it could be right? slower. Let's it get could, real. Yeah, and it's going to be cold AF. <laughs> right. You know, get get yourself ready for eight months of freezing cold. Right. While you settle in the disappointment that our system is not quicker. No. So, yes. you know, brutal. Yeah. Brutal. But I'm, uh, I'm really, really happy about it. I, I have this, like, um, soft spot for, for the Sikh community. Okay, yeah. And be, just because I've just seen them do so much good work. And I, 
you know, I don't want to stereotype, but I just feel like all of the folks that I've met have been really great. Absolutely. You know, and I suppose if I'm going to stereotype, stereotyping them as great, great folks is it's, kind it's of okay. Good, yes. But, um, but no, it is definitely a thing where um, I'm happy to see it. Yeah. I'm glad that we're like, I'm very glad that we have a strong Muslim presence in town. Yeah, they've got a mosque now. They've got a mosque now. Yeah. They're talking about opening a center uh, for the... Okay, now, I always want to say Sikh, but I also know that folks say Sikh. Right. So, please, anybody out there, forgive my mispronunciation. Right. And, um, of all of our mispronunciations. Yeah, yeah and it is yes. not... We are it, teachable. It is not ill-intended. We are teachable. No, absolutely. Please feel free, if you see me on the street, to stop and correct me. Yes. I will not take offense. No. I will actually be grateful for it. Yes. So, anyone, please, if you want to come in and, and let me know. Yes. Please do. Um, so, I, like, I have noticed that the community is changing. Mm-hmm. And it's been really great. And I feel like we have the Filipino community to thank for a lot of that. Oh, absolutely. You want to talk about a strong community? Oh, my God. Yes. And dominating karaoke properly. Like, yeah. Not just karaoke. No. But basketball. Oh, really? Who saw that coming? No, it's all the ones that are like, I'm done singing karaoke. They have their own basketball league. That's and brilliant. it's um and it's really good and it's really competitive. Yeah. And the issue is is there's lots of folks that want to play in it. Right. That are having a hard time accessing it because they're not Filipino. Oh. And uh, you know what I say to that? Tough cookies, man. Right. Start your own damn league. Start your own league and then compete. And that's then right. Maybe, or if you know you're equal. Yeah. I mean, then mix the teams up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I love that they have that. Plus, they've been doing great dances. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they have, a like, a strong presence in the gay community. Yes, they do. Which I think is really, really great well. As well, I, I've, I've met a few folks, uh, transgendered as well, yeah. that came up here. For that. Because of safety. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, well, the Philippines is very Christian. It's super Catholic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And so, I mean, it isn't necessarily the safest place to be trans or gay. Uh, no, it's one of the not safe places. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean... Moving to Canada does allow a certain amount more freedom. Yes. And I'm in no way saying that things are are okay here. <laughs> no. You know, and I also, like, I will say that they're better. Yeah. But let's also acknowledge that better than bad... Isn't good. Doesn't mean good. Doesn't mean great. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> but being able to uh, be here, be open, uh, I, it's like when I go... And to any big city and end up in the gay community. Uh, I don't need that here. I know my gay community. We're everywhere. Um, but it, it just feels a little safer sometimes. You know, I More have, familiar. I have a thing that I've been doing for a long time, and I don't remember where I picked it up. Right. But um, before I go to any town, mm-hmm. I check the presence of the gay community. I, I, I go online... I see if, do they have a, a pride center? Do they right. have like a visible gay community? Is, are there activities and things happening? And I, I just checked to see because if the gay community is strong in a certain town or city, right, it denotes another kind of tolerance, which means that you're going to have, by virtue of that, and, and this is my thing. Right. But I believe it comes with less racism. Yeah, it usually does. Le- like less homophobia, well, obviously less homophobia, but less homophobia, less racism. Less misogyny. Le- less misogyny, less uh, 
uh, transphobia. Right. And those are places I want to stay because yeah. if a, a community is more tolerant, a community is also safer. It is. For you everyone. Know, for for everyone. everyone. Because with tolerance comes acceptance and you don't need to attack people you don't that right. you accept. Exactly. Right? Like people getting attacked in a town just shows that town's intolerance. Yeah, and they're okay with that shit. And they let it happen. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so Which is why if and when it happens here, we speak up. You have to speak up. Yeah. Not yeah. Cuz I I mean uh you know, I'm an East East Van person. Right. I lived in East Vancouver for a long, long time. We hold you up for that, but we don't hold it against you. That's, that's <laughs> the truth. But when I go to Vancouver, the past bunch of years I've been going, I've been staying at the Sandman on Davie Street. You're right. And I stay there for a bunch of reasons. One, on Davie Street, when Sarah gets up like two or three hours later than me. Right. So I'm often alone in the mornings. Okay. And I can walk down... To a cafe on Davie Street. Right. Like Brecca. Yeah. And just and just sit at a table with somebody. Yeah. And say, hey, can I sit here? Right. And have a conversation. And I can sit down and meet someone and chat with somebody. Yeah. And I've met a, few, I've met a really great artist that way. Nice. And, um, you know, like like that. So it's easier for me to just go, hey, I got a couple hours to kill. Right. And I go and sit and chat with somebody yes. in a cafe for a while. Yes. One of the times that I was there, there was the, the big... Uh, drag queen convention like it's right. like a competition yeah. and all of that and they were all staying at the sandman nice and it was the best elevator rides i've ever had <laughs> in my life up and down on the elevator just with filled with drag queens and the drag drag community for folks that aren't that don't know get into that get involved oh, yes. so fun so great yes so great i was talking to a tattoo artist um, online very briefly. It's not someone I know. I just thought that they were live posting and right. I was like, I checked it out. But um, they're in Toronto and they do uh, a live cast on Mondays. Please look for it. Right. Called Are You Smarter Than? <laughs> and apparently it's like two drag queens debating something. Awesome. And I, you oh, know that's a good time. You know it is. Shady. You know that's a good time. I, funny. I want to say that it was associated with a, a, a club, but I'm not 100% sure. But please look for that. Yes. Because I, that just sounds like a good time to me. Yes. You know? And that's, like, going back to that, like, the drag community here has increased. Absolutely. But it's increased again with the presence of the Filipino community. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because, you know? yeah. Well, they're good at what they do. You know what, too, is, like, they're tight. Yeah. They're a tight community. When you have a tight community, again, it goes back to acceptance. Yes. Yeah. You know, so I think like we, like for a country made entirely of immigrants and the people they've oppressed. Right. Right. Like we are super weirdly on like not understanding of immigrants. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my family are not originally from here. I mean, I'm, maybe we're looking into the history. I'm sure there's a couple that are, but. I'm the first generation of my family born in Canada. Right. I'm a big white dude. Right. Do you think that anybody ever looks at me and calls me out on being an immigrant? Well, I do tell you to go back where you came from. You know what? Then you are correct to do so. Every but time Ireland I, said no. Oh, no. We don't want to back. Every time somebody says that to me, I'm always just like, so you, you want me to call my dad up and tell him to go home? Right. Kick my dad right. out of the country? My dad has... has 
landed immigrant status. He oh. carries a card in his wallet that says landed immigrant. Right. Right. And so, but no one's ever talking about me. No. So anybody that says they have an issue with immigrants, hands down, has an issue with race. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and you can try to deny it and you can say yeah. it's about jobs or it's about this or it's about that. Bullshit. First of all, if you think it's about jobs, you have a fundamental lack of understanding oh, of economics. Exactly. And it's simple. You could, there's a many Very books. Simple. There's a lot of information, yeah. proper information. Easy to figure out. Easy. Somebody is making money by you not making money. Exactly. And it's not the immigrants. No. No. You know? And when you, yeah, when those people go, you're not getting that job. Yeah. Because you won't accept that wage. I mean, um, there's a whole clusterfuck of stuff. Oh, it's bullshit. And right. I got to say, like, the amount of people that have spoken to me about issues around immigrants and immigration and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Have, have they not met anybody who's landed here? Well, and I just kind of look and go, so you want me to tell my grandparents to go home, to go home and my and my parents to go home and everybody in my family should just fuck off. Is that right. what you're saying? You want us to leave? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, oh, well, no, but we're not talking about you. And I'm like, well, if you're talking about immigrants, you are. Right. Because I'm for, I'm a first generation Canadian. Exactly. So you are talking about me, yes. but I'm a big, bald, white guy. Right. So you think you're safe talking to me because really what you're talking about is brown people. Yes. Well, right? yeah. I, my friend, Catherine. Yeah. From Australia. Married a Canadian. Her kids are here. She's here. I don't know her status. She's been here a while. My guess is landed immigrant. You know I, what? Nobody, I mean, an, an accent. Nobody's telling her to go home that I know of. Christy and I kicked a woman out of the shop one day. Mm -hmm. This was a couple years ago. She was all excited to come in the shop because she was German. Right. And Christy, of course, lived in Germany for eight years. And right. And is fluent. And yeah. And um, so she was excited to be there, but she was talking to us about immigrants and how they are ruining Canada. And she's from Germany. Not only was she from Germany, she was coming in trying to book a tattoo mm -hmm. to celebrate. Uh, she was taking the test for citizenship to celebrate her receiving citizenship. And then was bitching about And then was bitching about immigrants. And I was just like... Wow, the cognitive dissonance yeah, of that. Yeah. It's like, are you hearing yourself? Right. Like, are you listening to what you're saying right now? Obviously not. You know, because, and again, it's like just so clearly racism. Right. You know? One of the things that... Um, not that Germans are. <laughs> no, you know what? I, no, no, it's very rare, actually. She was racist. Yes. Like, let me just yeah, say that. Let's be clear on that. Yeah. Yes. Look, like, I, you know, just to throw this down really, really fast. Yes. People need to understand the difference between a Nazi and a German. There is a huge difference. There is a huge difference. There were Germans in the middle of World War II that were not Nazis. Yes. The Nazis were a political party. Right. How That's many Canadians are strict liberals? Right. Not all of us. How many Americans are pure Trumpsters? That's exactly my right. point. Right. So you cannot blame a whole nation, a country, a nation of people for the actions of a political party that was in power. Exactly. It makes no sense. No. People need to drop that shit. Yes. Anyway, we uh, are doing a bit of a cross thing with the Sonar Network. Yes, yes. And, got um, some, they've got some good podcasts out there. You know what? Honestly, like, the amount of solid Canadian content that is being created right now. Right. And this is the perfect time to take advantage of it. Please check out the Sonar Network. There's lots of great folks on there. But, I mean... Going into what we're talking about today, right? 
there's a podcast called the immigrant the immigrant section. Yes. And um, by Abbas Wahab. And it's yeah. super funny. He is. He's hilarious, and his his guests are comedians. He's Sudanese Canadian. Sudanese, yeah. Yeah, um, and I mean it's they have a perspective that you and I will never have. Right? That's my thing. Right. Right. Like, do yourself a favor. And check it out. Absolutely. Because learning about somebody else's experience in your own country cannot help but make you a better Canadian. Absolutely. And I mean, from their perspective, because they're comedians, there's a lot of fun and a lot of funny. Yeah, it's light. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I've lived in the Yukon my whole life. So I like to talk to people who, A, fly up and are new because I want to know their perspective. This podcast gives you... A perspective you might not have. Well, that's unless the thing. you're an immigrant, right? And the thing with the immigrant section, even if you are an immigrant, yeah, check it out. You check it out because you'll laugh with them. For yeah, sure. because yeah. you'll be laughing with them. Yeah. And with like when I was listening to it, I just found I learned a lot. I just learned. Yeah. The more you hear somebody else's experience, the more you hear people talk about what it is to be new here. Exactly. You're gonna learn new stuff. You learn new stuff. But when uh, there's gonna be parts where you laugh because you also relate. Yeah, and you've I, either seen it or you've done it or it's just funny. And it like as a first, you know, like first generation Canadian. Right. I still don't have that experience because we're white. Oh, I know. And my dad's, you know, my parents are British. Everyone in my family is from is from England. From the UK? All of them from right. the UK. Yes. Right. So, I mean, like <laughs> the cute Cockney accents just go over. <laughs> nobody, nobody hassles my six foot two, you know, thickly accented white dad. No. no. You know, like we, so, I mean, even for me. Yes. Who has a minor immigrant experience. Right. Very minor because we had acceptance. Well, you, you know, I think a lot of that acceptance comes, and this is just my thoughts, from fear. Like, yeah. And I've said that a lot. Like, I've, I've stood in a room filled with First Nations men and felt safe. Mm-hmm. I've stood in a room with uh, African American men and felt actually extra safe. They were looking out for you. I have sat in a, quite a few rooms with pure white guys. And I don't feel safe. You know. Right? So the, the most, whole, I'm not going to harass the big white guy. Yeah. There's, there's multiple issues of why that is. I have been in a lot of rough patches in my life. Right. I've had a lot of scrapes. Yeah. Almost entirely with white people. Right. Almost entirely. Right. Like, and. Uh, it's like they're, you're looking for it. Oh, my God. You know. I don't know. I, I just think it's really hard to have been the bully right and then suddenly realize that you're losing some of your ground exactly you know and what we're seeing is like sandbox politics yeah with the spoiled kid in the sandbox that doesn't want anyone else to have any toys but finally everybody else in the playground has stood together and instead of just watching or going you know what no you're fine you'll be fine yeah, and we're like, you know, we actually don't want your toys. We don't want your toys. We're going to go play over here together. That's right. Yeah. You know, and it's like... And the rich, spoiled kid is going to be fine. Yeah, you know they're what? fine. They'll be fine the second they figure out that they're better playing with the other kids than sitting on their fucking own. Right. Or or they, they're those weird kids that just need to be on their own. That's fine, yeah. too. I'm an introvert. I yeah. understand being on your own. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. 
engage. Engage with the community. Yes, yes. You know, and and definitely, everyone, please check out the Sonar Network. I mean, we're very lucky to be featured on Brain Freeze. Absolutely. I love the the community around it. I love the podcasts that are on it, and I'm thrilled about it. But I'm also thrilled that we've been, like, cross-pollinating with other Canadian networks. Absolutely. So cool. Great pod. I know there's, like, a sea of podcasts out there. But, yeah. uh, yeah. Why not check out ones that are being made? In your country. In your country, because they have an understanding that you also have and share with. Yeah. And please, like, check out whatever you like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, you know, yeah, here's it's, a- it's cool to support exactly. local. Even if that local happens to be... Immigrants. Well, and, across, and across your country, <laughs> And right? across your country, like, yes. supporting Supporting Toronto isn't necessarily supporting local for me, right. but... But I, I'd, uh, like to, I'd like supporting new folks. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. And I also... Like, I like cities. Right. I love going to Toronto. Okay. I love going to Vancouver. I love going to Calgary and Edmonton. Like, Montreal. Come on. Oh, I know, Montreal. I haven't been back to Montreal in 17 years. Yeah, and and with all the closures right now, I I miss going to the city. I miss having those experiences. Uh, And, like, listening and talking to people in other cities gives me a little Well, I do it by podcast. I mean, again, you, Connor, uh, I was just down in Vancouver a couple weeks ago. And um, I will, I, wow, it, I was only there, I flew out Thursday, did a show, came home Friday. So I wasn't there for a long time. Uh, but I did have Friday morning, early afternoon to go shopping because I was sent. <laughs> I mean, the city feels different to me. Somebody who flew in. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure everybody in Vancouver, it's they're just accustomed to it now. The first thing I thought was, it felt like Vancouver, but was like with 60% of a difference between 40 and six, depending where you walked. Um, almost like a parallel universe, but not completely. Um, the other thing I came to realize is uh, we up here are not taking this, this seriousness the same as folks down south. And I know it's because we don't have many cases, but I flew home on Air North and was just shaking with anger for the poor flight attendants who all they had to do all flight which tended to be a little longer was tell people to put their fucking masks back on that's so bad we were just in vancouver you're sharing recycled air well the air quality i i I hear that it's how it works is good i don't know i haven't done the research but the fact is is you are on. I don't know where the fuck you were in Vancouver. You don't definitely don't know where I was. Why are you sitting with your mask off? Well, this one couple with the mom and daughter just yelling at each other for three hours. It was, but I felt like, come on, how many times does this flight attendant have to tell you to put your damn mask back well, on? Every case we've had here has come, come from, from someone travel, traveling, right? But get it through your fucking. It's almost like Air North. The plane on Air North is not Yukon soil in your home. No, it's the in between. You're putting you're putting those folks at risk, and they are kind enough to do it properly. You know, right? Like they keep the middle seats empty for safety. That's I'm a fan of Air North. North. I want Air North to survive this. Yeah. I want people to support them, but stop being idiots. Don't. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like that's. I've always said, you can't ask Yukoners to do stuff. You have to demand it of them, and then only sixty percent will do it. Do you do remember it. when the seatbelt laws came through here? Uh, yes. Or the you can't drink in public laws in '89. Yep. And the fights. 
And the, oh, remember when uh, you couldn't smoke in bars anymore? And then some bars just put out beer bottles of water in it? Prove it? Like, you know, I just remember. And in the end, it was all okay. I just remember so many people freaking out about seatbelts killing people and wearing seatbelts being more dangerous. Right. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, yeah. First of all, Shut up. Shut up. There no, is no, no evidence to support that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you can't just say something and have it be a fact. No. That isn't how facts work. Now, I will say, like, it's the same with the helmet law, right? Yeah. You got to wear a helmet on your bicycle or on your sure. motorbike. Um, I'm okay if you are of age, you don't want to wear your seatbelt. That affects you. Well, unless you fly through the through window, window and into kill somebody. Mo- into me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, know, like, you don't want to wear a helmet. You're yeah. an organ donor. Well, that's up to you. But as soon as you are directly ca- possibly going to cause harm to others, the only thing with like you not wearing a helmet is is you're costing us money for medical. Not only that, like somebody has to find you. I know. Right. So right. your decision to have blow your brains all over the road. Right means that somebody else has to clean your brains up. Yes. And, like, don't put that trauma on other people, man. No, or wear a helmet and possibly survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I I know... Um, we are overpopulated. That's why I'm going this well, way. Well, there is that. Like, <laughs> and if, but know. I know two women that have been in brutal car... Or not car accidents, bike accidents. Right. And been concussed. But that concussion would have been... Death. Death. Or, or brain or, damage. Or, yeah. I yeah. was going to say worse. Yeah. Because, I mean, frankly. But, um, yes. You know, from landing on their damn heads. Right. And that's not cool. No. Like, so. I mean, this is decades later. We've seen the evidence. Yeah. Like, you I mean, know, they used to they used to give cigarettes to soldiers because they thought it cleared the mustard gas out of the lungs. Oh, my God. I right. They thought it was. So they thought it was healthy. You know, like. Now when, I know it's not. And I, uh. Yeah. But, and part of my thing with this whole COVID business, like the conspiracies and stuff that oh are coming up, I'm just like, you know what? I don't even care. Right. I used to I don't even find care. them. I used to love conspiracy theories because they were entertaining. Now they're destroying shit. I'm like, ugh. You know, people I'm are talking off. about the economy being wrecked and et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it, it sucks. You like, cannot fix difficult. the economy without getting rid of this virus. I'm you know, sorry. My, my thing with all of this is just like, I... I always compare it to like a school zone. Right. I've never hit anybody with my car in a school zone. No, but I've seen people come close. Well, you know, and like, and I drive 30 in them anyway, because there is a chance that I could potentially harm or kill a child. Right. So I do 30 to mitigate that chance. Yeah. Right. Am I going to give somebody COVID? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to do what I can to mitigate the chance of that. I'm Absolutely. going to try to do any sort of harm reduction I can. Right. And when we're asked to do harm reduction, it's just manners, folks. It is. And I mean, we just, you know, we just passed Remembrance Day. Yeah. And all day, and I've been thinking this prior, but all day, all I thought was, wow, I'm so glad that none of these people 75 years ago got Nazi fatigue and just went, I don't want to do this anymore and gave up. Yeah. Right, like there, you want to talk about sacrifice during a world event? Yeah, think of this. Think of the people in the past, the soldiers. So right up to you know the my Afghan grandparents war. were all 
overseas. Like, we're all British. Yes. Which means that both of my grandmothers, my maternal and paternal grandmothers, were in London. Yes. During the Blitz. Yeah. They were there for the entirety of the war. The stories that they have to tell about being in London as it was bombed to nothing. Right. Is horrendous. It's I lost horrendous. I lost family in the bombings. Yeah. You know, and while all that was going on, my grandfathers and my great uncles, mm-hmm. grand uncles, anyway, were all fighting. Yes. My both of my grandfathers served from thirty nine to forty five. Right. For the entirety of the war. Right. And like they were injured, they went through crazy crap. Yes. And um. I'm grateful. Absolutely. I'm grateful that they went and did it. I'm yeah. grateful for that my grandmothers were strong enough to get through blitzed out London. Right. You know, and... Uh, and, and the uncertainty of it all? Yeah. Like, like, were they thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't fight because of the economy? And you want to talk about fatigue? I know. Like, People are like, oh, I'm yeah. tired of being stuck at home. Try living in the tubes. Right. While the ground try above li- you is shaking. Try living in the attic or under floorboards. Oh, my God. Yes. No I, bullshit, man. I know. Get your shit together. So, yes, I will sit in my basement and watch Netflix and order food from local restaurants and be a hero. I will do that. You know what? Like, and it's a, it's I a mean, super... I mean, I didn't realize that my lifestyle was called quarantine. You know, it's a super simple thing to do. It is. And it's, wear a mask. Uh, you know, There's okay. some cool masks out there. I'm just going to throw this out because right. I'm getting super, super tired. Someone came in the shop the other day. And there's someone I, I like very much and yeah. I think she's cool. Uh, but she came in the shop the other day and she commented that there are health risks to wearing masks. And I was just like... For who? Yeah, Please I was just explain. like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's walk through that because if you were a welder, if you work with any kind of gas, if you are a drywaller... Right. If you are a paint tech of any kind... Right. You've been wearing... If you're a dentist, if a you're dentist, a You wear masks or, every single yes. day. The amount of people that wear masks all day at work right. is massive. And they've been wearing masks all day at work For, forever. Forever. Talk to an auto body guy yes. about wearing a mask. Yes. Right? Like, Especially I, the we painters, can, right? Yeah, like we can go on and glasses. on and on about people that wear masks every day for their work. Yeah. You know, I mean... Do they get safety pay? Yeah. Like, I... I've been working as an artist for a long time. Yes. Which means I have worn respirators for much of my career. Right. I, you know, and I'm like, yeah. let me tell you, a little cloth mask as opposed to a respirator. Right. Is, oh, I have students. Like, yeah. Settle down. Yeah. And um, there so, are so many jobs where you have to wear a respirator. If there were, if there were issues with your health based on wearing a mask, then. Nobody would be at your so house doing your drywall. she was just saying drywall. in general. In general. It wasn't like there's certain people that have like extreme lung issues. You know what? If you have extreme lung issues, a mask is the least of your problems anyway. Oh, fuck And yeah. you should be wanting to wear a mask because well, you are the most susceptible. Right. And possibly pick somebody else from your home to go get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, just stop going out. Just yeah. accept that you right? are in a situation in where yard. you can't go out. And like, does that suck? Yes. yes. Is it fair? No. no. I'm sorry. Yep. Right, but some, but this is this is the real world. Yeah. I mean, and you know the old, uh, what was it, Dennis Leary? Right. Life sucks. Get a helmet. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yes. And on that note. Yeah. Good. This times. has been great. Yeah, it's been good. Check out 
Check out the podcast. Check out the immigrant section. Check yeah. out the Sonar Network. Yes. Check out the rest of Brain Freeze. Yeah, they got some funny, funny There's stuff. some great stuff on there. And any of my comic book friends that are listening, check out Brain Freeze. There's some great comic book. Like, uh, there's a great, what's the, the DC podcast? Yes. If you, and, uh, yeah. If Forget you, Marvel. Go DC. Hey, you know what? Let's not start that fight. <laughs> Until no, next time, I, Jenny. This right. has been lovely. Yes. Good to see you, Dan. We'll do it again. Sounds good. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. podcast.